0: everyone welcome back to the chiefly football podcast i am the underqualified host kinlock and joining me today to review the chiefs colts game is dave definitely not the kind of show we were expecting to be recording the day after the chiefs colts game on the road colts season home opener and chiefs kind of laid an egg lost by a field goal what are your thoughts, uh, Dave on on how this how this game went and I guess compared to your expectations going into this game?
1: You know, yeah. I, I think like everybody else, I expected a um a pretty um uh maybe competitive early on and the Chiefs pull away in the the latter part of the second quarter, or this in, definitely in the second half. Uh, but I think it was, you know, it, it was something that you alluded to earlier today off the air that the Chiefs will the Chiefs always come up with a game like this um, every year uh, against the team that they should beat on paper, and they just play down to the to the level of of uh, the competition. Although you know, everybody thought that the Colts we're going to be a playoff caliber team but i don't i didn't look at the colts and see a playoff caliber team i saw the chiefs play way below their skill level and and do everything to keep the colts in the game and the colts finished them off
0: yeah and and you hear about it in the nfl a lot just the parity in the league and how close teams really are now the chiefs are much more talented than the colts but if you give even bad teams opportunities, everyone in the NFL is good enough to take advantage of them if you if you gift them those things. So early on in the game, um, Sky Moore muffs a punt at the four-yard line, the Colts recover. And I mean, they yeah, the offense got shut out by Jacksonville last week, but you gift them something like that and almost every team is going to be able to take advantage and score a touchdown. So right off the bat, the Chiefs, we're um, playing catch up. So um, yeah, this is a game that I expected. I was already looking past past this game. I thought that out of all the games that the Chiefs had left, this was probably going to be the easiest one to win. And it seems like the Chiefs felt similarly because um, I, I I felt like we didn't see the same kind of intensity that you would expect to see from especially the offense or particularly the offense in this game seem like uh, similar to how they've played down to teams in the past that they just feel so confident that they can turn it on at any time. It seemed like something similar uh, just just because you don't see that that sense of urgency and that fire. Uh, you would see that in bigger games like Kelsey, if he makes a good catch, he gets up and he's pumped up or Mahomes you know, doing something similar. But I I felt like I didn't see that from the offense at all. Um, But I saw that on the defensive side of the ball. We'll we'll talk about the defense and how they performed a little bit later. But let's go ahead and start with the offense and what we thought, um, well, how we thought they performed. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, probably one of the least impressive games of his career. I, I have to go back and watch it a couple more times just to see before I call it a bad performance, but he had a 78 quarterback rating. Um, and in today's NFL, you know, even an average quarterback is around 100, <laughs> in, at least in the Q, the quarterback rating, just because stats are so inflated um, today. But um, yeah, they're just, they scored two touchdowns. Uh, Clyde edwards helaire had a rushing touchdown, but that was really after um, the Colts had stopped stopped the Chiefs within inside the 10, and and the Chiefs got a penalty that kind of bailed them out, and they got a new set of downs and were finally able to punch it in after giving it a second chance. Um, and then their first touchdown was a you know, just a nice catch by Travis Kelsey in the end zone. Mahomes finding him open, but other than that. I mean the the Chiefs' offense. They only scored three points in the in this whole second half. And when you have Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback, Andy Reid, calm plays for you. That's you. That's unacceptable <laughs> for for an offense.
1: Yeah. No. Totally. Totally agree. Uh, and you know i I think we need. This is just a, such a small sample size um but this looked like second half of the Bengals game um Patrick Mahomes uh versus what what we've seen in in the first two games um and you know so yeah i i think i still need i need a few more games to be able to identify uh you know you know at least make an observation of of what is going on here, it, it, it could be, you know, that we're really are seeing the effects of all the new wide receiver personnel and them, you know, still, still working to get on on the same page. It, it could be um Mahomes still having challenges in, in what's happening on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, it, it may be him um, still wanting to go deep, and being frustrated with with having to go play the underneath game, and and not willing to take those those plays consistently, uh, it could be you know a lack of commitment to the Chiefs running, and not taking advantage of 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 play action more. It could be you know it, it, heck, it could even be um, the play calling itself being predictable. It's. There's, there's just not enough sample size there but what we have seen is that uh, a, a very ineffective offense against the team even even if they lost you know going three of ten on on third down uh they were just they were just discombobulated the the whole game
0: yeah and that's two games in a row that you've seen and it makes you think that Maybe the Cardinals' defense was just worse than we even thought because, I mean, if you wipe out that Arizona game, this goes all the way back, like you mentioned, to the second half of that Bengals game in the AFC Championship. Um, and it is it is a small sample size, but do you think it's a, enough of a sample size to be concerned about the Chiefs, or is it... Um, I mean, maybe part of it is just defenses showing the Chiefs something that they weren't expecting. Romo kind of alluded to it during the game that Gus Bradley, Patrick Mahomes had, had destroyed Gus Bradley's defenses the last few years. He put up, he scored over forty points the last two last two games against him, um, and he played a very specific kind of defense. He usually likes to play cover three. But then in this game, he's switching it up and playing a lot of different coverages and giving Mahomes different looks. After the game, lots of players on the offensive side of the ball said that they were surprised by a few of the looks. So maybe they were just expecting to see one thing and, and you know, the defense was prepared to, to do something different. So maybe it's just, you know, another year of defenses trying to figure out Patrick Mahomes and their offense and are throwing a different wrinkle that the chiefs maybe haven't seen. Cause it wasn't really the two, the two high shell necessarily that, that they had seen a lot of last year. It was just something that they weren't expecting and um, maybe a possible concern that once they realized that in the first half that they were still unable to find answers in the second half, they they ended up looking even worse as the game went on.
1: Yeah. That, you know that's that's a great great observation, uh, you know. But, but across the league, it looks like the defenses are ahead of the offenses. It seems uh, as as we're looking at a lot of these a lot of the matchups. Um, you know, even even the Bills Dolphin game. Um, it, you know, it started out to look like it was going to be putting up some numbers based on the weeks before that they'd had, and you know, you saw uh, you know. Uh, a, a different outcome there than what was anticipated. So, yeah, that's, I, I still need to see more. You know, that I'm, you know, we're still only three games in into the season. Chiefs are two and one. Um, and, you know, if we were, if we were two and one before the season started at this point, we would have taken that. We, we wouldn't have thought the loss would have been necessarily to the Colts, but, um, uh, you know, those three teams were anticipated to be playoff teams. So it's, it's still a little bit early for me um, to, uh, you know, start the fire drill, but um, it'll be fun to see what, what they do, how they regroup and, and uh, get things going offensively.
0: Yeah. And that's something that I think as fans, we need to keep in mind, especially early on in the season, that, it's going to take a few a few games for especially new new units on the team to kind of to gel. So for our offense, that's the that's Mahomes and his wide receivers. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, there's a lot of youth, even though the defense has really played well the last well the first three games of the season. Um, but like I said, that I mean, there's going to be defenses defensive looks that the Chiefs may not have seen before. Um, Andy Reid's going to have to get used to calling plays for a different skill set of weapons than maybe he's used to. Um, so there's going to be challenges early in the season, but it's, it's better to have these challenges early and have the chiefs be able to learn from these and be able to come up with solutions to the problems that they're facing as the season goes on, rather than, you know, in the super bowl, that's when they really, you know, super bowl against the bucks, they were rolling against teams and then, the Bucks come out with something that they had never seen before and completely st- um, stymie Mahomes and Andy Reid, and they have no idea what to do. And it, it turns into an embarrassing loss. So it's good for the chiefs to kind of experience these, these things so they can grow and learn from it. And as good as Mahomes has been as, um, as great as Andy has been in this offense, they're still learning and they're still working to get better. So, um, I think Mahomes and Andy Reid are both, you know, individuals who want to get better and are going to learn, learn from this. So, um, yeah, it's not. I think it's too soon to push the pan- panic button, but um, there's definitely some things that we're going to want to keep an eye on moving forward to see um, if the Chiefs can find ways to um, maybe shore up some of their their weaknesses or find different ways to attack certain defenses. Um, if, if you wanted to point to one thing, you know, one reason that you feel like contributed most to the chief's loss from the offensive side of the ball, what would you say that it was?
1: You know, I think that's hard to, hard to identify. Um, you know, you could point to not being committed to the run necessarily. You could, you know, um, you know, I haven't been able to look at the film extensively to see, you know, how well the offensive offensive line performed on on the run game as well as the pass game. Um, I felt like Orlando Brown was falling around, falling down a lot. Seemed like he was on the ground an awful lot. Uh, but I don't know if if it was just, you know, I just happened to pick him up, pick him out of those. Um, but just lack of execution. And I, you know, I think you you kind of looked at last, You broke down last week's game, and I, we're probably going to see the same that there was a few players on offense in on every on every play that weren't executing, and it resulted in the, the offense. And it's not necessarily the same people every time. And I'll, I would imagine that that's what we'd see. We it just looks like a team that's an offense that doesn't know who their identity is yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well that's a great point. I think Yeah, I think they they kind of had an idea of what they wanted to try to be, but to actually go out and execute it and especially when it seems like it's kind of against Patrick Mahomes's nature as a gunslinger, um, you know, him trying to figure out how to do this and and all these new new players coming from different systems and trying to figure out how it works. And especially for wide receivers that, that are new, they have to learn all of these different, you know, all the different positions at wide receiver and, and Andy's, Andy's offense is so different in that it's not as strict as other offenses are like the way you want to run a route. Your route can change every single play just based on how the defense is playing. You know, you, you know if you're doing a crossing route maybe you you go a little deeper to draw a linebacker away to free up space for another cross that's coming underneath or you know if um you know if, the, if those linebackers are dropping back maybe you you flatten it out a little bit and so it's just there's a lot of um you know making things up on the go in this offense and i think that's probably contributing to you know receivers not being on the same page as Patrick Mahomes and all still trying to figure out how to work because each, each route run influences how open or, um, how vulnerable the defense is. So yeah, there's, yeah, the, uh, the the wide receivers is is, as a unit, that's going to be something that is just going to take some time. I think so. Um, as far as individual plays, I mean, we can't put a whole lot of blame on, on one play, but, like, Travis Kelsey had a dropped a dropped touchdown near the end of the game that you'd hope um, that he would come up with. Uh, Watson had a big drop there towards the end. That could have been a converted first down, and and uh, given the Chiefs an opportunity to score, uh, Mahomes throwing an interception, it wasn't really totally on him. I mean... But it it just looks, yeah, like you said, so discombobulated. Um, I think it was just one of the things that you, you saw going into halftime and it's kind of gone viral now is the conversation that Mahomes had with Viennemi, and you could tell Mahomes was fired up. that He was not happy with um, running out the clock and, and not taking a chance to go down the field and get some points, but I think that just goes to show I don't want to say lack of confidence, but, you know, the coaching staff would rather just get to the second half and get ready to make adjustments than to go with Mahomes and let him try to go make plays because, um, you know, they have not seen anything from the offense to give them that kind of confidence. So uh, I don't know if you want to read too much into that, but that's just something that I feel like we haven't seen from Andy Reid, ever since Mahomes took over as a quarterback, that you know, he's not going to give Mahomes those opportunities to to go make plays to potentially um spark the team.
1: Yeah, I I would be curious for fan reaction, because I know I was in agreement. Let's just get off the field, because they hadn't shown anything that would make me think that they would drive down the field with, with, with what they were doing. And in fact, if I would have bet something bad would have more likely have happened, was more likely to happen the way the chief's offense was playing. So, I, you know, that was one of the few times I'm in total agreement. Let's just get off the field and and regroup uh, and and see what happens. So, um, but, you know, I, I think that's, you know, because we saw some of the other coaches and players arguing on the sidelines in some of the other games that certainly wasn't that case every quarterback is always going to you know you know especially these younger quarterbacks Josh Allen and 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 Lamar and all those guys they're you know they're going to want to go they're going to want to try to finish it um and 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 try to make something happen and but like you said there wasn't anything in that first half that would give the chiefs confidence and saying, yes, we, we let's, let's let this offense do something. It, is, it certainly wasn't, it wasn't doing anything.
0: Yeah. And so that's why it was kind of disappointing. I mean, Romo, I mean, I know that he, I know that he's a huge fan of Mahomes. He just loves how he plays the game. He's a big fan of Andy Reed. So it's always kind of fun to listen to Romo just in general, but especially calling chiefs games. But, um, you know he's always he's always commenting, and a lot of announcers do it during games whenever the Chiefs get behind about how quickly the Chiefs can score. And you know there's never, you know, they're never out of time. They can score with 13 seconds left or anything. I just think that the way the offense is moving right now, I think we can temper our expectations a little bit for those things. I think the the 13 seconds in the Bills game, well, it was awesome, but the chiefs don't have those kind of weapons anymore. And
1: there's no Tyreek. Yeah. (laughs) So there's, there's, if I'm the other teams, I'm not as scared of, of, of this chiefs offense. Yeah. They have the weapons to move the field, you know, to move the ball down. If Mahomes is willing to hit those players, if they're willing to get open. And if Andy can call the plays that can defeat a defense.
0: Yep.
1: Whereas Tyreek and, Mahomes could do that by themselves if something broke down.
0: Yeah. So I guess that's just something that, that I've I've observed and that that's where I'm at right now. That, you know, when the Chiefs got the ball with 27 seconds left, I mean, there's still that kind of belief, like, yeah, Mahomes could pull this off, but it was never as strong as it had been in the past because of what we've seen. It's like I mean, and honestly, even if they had gotten in field goal territory, chances are we're probably not even making the kick. Um but, but yeah, I think that um, until this offense, like you said, can find their identity and find uh, efficient ways to move the ball down the field, then it's it's a little bit too much to expect for them to be able to um, to mount any crazy comebacks um, for the time being, at least. So, all right. Um, so the offense, offense struggled in this game, but the defense I thought played very well. Um, they had one, one mental mistake, I think at the end of the game that contributed to the loss, but the defense throughout the whole game, I thought they did a great job of setting the tone. Um, I don't think the offense really fed off of it the way that you would hope, but, I, I saw a very physical defense. I saw a fast defense. I saw an aggressive defense. Um, especially in a time when, you know, teams are starting to play this cover two, high shell, not not blitzing very often, um, just rushing four. I thought Spags called a really good game. And the defense, unlike the offense, was able to execute um those plays that were called. The Chiefs ended up getting five sacks. Nick Nick Bolton had two of them. Sneed had them. Um forced two fumbles. We only recovered one of them, but the other one ended up being a turnover on downs anyway. So got two turnovers off of those fumbles. And and I don't think Matt Ryan looked super comfortable. Um, it does help that he's kind of a statue back there anyway. <laughs> but um, what did you see from the defense that, uh, that impressed you?
1: Um, you know, everything that you said is... I, it was. They got no off. They got no help from the offense. The special teams, you know, will contribute that touchdown early on. On on when they when the Colts were able to turn around and take the ball over at the four and and punch that in. But you know, we we held the back um, Taylor to seventy one yards. Um, we kept them from getting a fourth you know a fourth down um, when they when they went for it. Uh, I think what we learned is unless the defense plays perfectly, then we wouldn't, we, we wouldn't have won the, that would have been the only way we won the game. And just like you said, Chris, Chris Jones, um, I mean, that was a disaster by him. Let's, let's be honest. I mean, you're off the field and then you start, you start mouthing off. It was just Mm -hmm. like, are you, you know, that is, that's, that's your all pro who's doing that. and yeah, that's, so uh, that's the most obvious, but, but I mean, and so, so they played a 99% perfect game other than that 1%. And unfortunately, because of how poorly um, the other two phases played that helped contribute to the Colts walking away with their first win of the year.
0: Yeah, and one of the, the people I wanted to watch was Darius Harris. I was curious on how he would fill in for Willie Gay, and he played most of the snaps. I think we expected to see maybe a little bit more of a um, – maybe like a a platoon role um, in that – for that linebacker spot between Chennault and, um, and Harris. But, but Harris ended up leading the team in tackles. He had 11 – 11 total tackles, um, and it seemed like he was, he was visible throughout the whole game. Um, he did have a touchdown thrown against him that Romo kind of picked on him <laughs> for early in that game where he looked a little confused um, in coverage. And I think that was probably where he struggled the most was maybe in those hook zones where he was dropping back and um, had to keep an eye on the receivers um, in the middle of the field while also keeping an eye on Ryan. But as far as like moving sideline to sideline, um, helping in the run game, I felt like he he had some big hits, honestly. I felt like some of the biggest hits of the game were from him. So I was, I was impressed with with what I saw from him. Um, and, and I think that kind of helped contribute to, to the success of the defense. And maybe that's just the rest of the defense played really well and he was just able to they, – they weren't able just to pick on him uh, the whole time, but I thought Sneed played really well. Romo was consistently pointing out how how well he was doing, um, putting pressure on on Ryan and and in coverage, making great plays, uh, making big tackles. Um, so I, I don't know. I just think it was an all around good game from from the defense. Frank Clark recorded a sack. Carlos Dunlap he got the sack and a forced fumble. Um, so, you know, everybody everybody seemed to step up. So it was a, a good all around performance by the defense. Um, and like you said, if you know, probably 10 points of the Colts can be contributed, to, attributed to special teams, failures and not, not necessarily defense. Um, and that's, I mean, that's three weeks in a row that the defense has played well.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so, so that's definitely a good sign. I don't know what it is about, the game right now where the NFL, like you mentioned that the defenses seem to be uh, doing better than offenses, but um, it's definitely nice to see for the chiefs because the chiefs usually struggle on the defensive side of the ball early on and then kind of find, find their way later in the season. So maybe if, maybe this is a sign that it's a better defense where they're, you know, they're starting at a little bit of a higher level to start the season. And there's hopefully more, more room for growth and development as, as a lot of these younger players uh, get more playing time and and get used to you know the way Spags likes to call defenses.
1: Well, and and I would I would guess if we looked at it, the Chiefs have developed an identity on defense. You know that they wanted to be fast, they wanted to be physical, um, and and we we saw you know what they did what they did with the Chargers um and I, I I think we see that i I think that's maybe maybe a, a a you know a good way to look is the chiefs on on are playing with a sense of urgency on defense they're uh they're flying around they're attacking uh they're you know making hits um where the offense is just lethargic right they're just um, going, you know, going through the motions, um, it, to me, it looks like they're still trying to play that finesse football with the, you know, with Sammy Watkins and Tyreek and, and they don't, they don't have that. So they are they, a, are they a possession team? Are they a running team? Are they they're certainly not stretching the defense team right now, but we know what our defense is. So um if if they can get things right on on the uh, on the offensive side, this, you know, we're right back in the win column consistently.
0: Yeah, And hopefully the you know how the defense is contributing to this team sparks the offense to to perform better because previous years the offense has had to carry the defense to the success that they've had. And the defense has always been talking about over the last couple of years, hey, we want to be part of the reason why we're winning games. We don't want to be, you know, we don't want the offense to do all the work. And now it seems like it's kind of flipped the last, the first couple of games where the defense is the one carrying the team and the offense is going to need to be the, the side of the ball that steps up. So hopefully that, um, you know, the attitude and the sense of urgency, the physicality that the defense is bringing to the game's We'll move over to the offense, and the offense will, will start to pick them up.
1: Well, the defense didn't score this week, so we lost.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not what you want to have to rely on.
1: No. Um, so.
0: But I really think that, I mean, I'm still going to put most of the blame of this game on the offense. I don't care how bad the special teams played. Um, it was bad. It Yeah. Yeah, the special teams is bad, and that's that's where we're going into. But I was about to say the reason we lost the game was special teams because, I mean, you could easily point to – there were literally points on the board and off the board that would have been there or not been there, if not for poor special teams execution. But I still will say that the offense is really the –
1: I guess they're the oh, phase that yeah, I'm the most down on sure. after
0: these games yeah. just because of the skill and the expectations that you have for that for that side of the ball. But special teams, we were missing Butker. Matt Amendola was filling in for him for a second week. He is no longer on the team because uh, the Chiefs couldn't trust him to kick field goal, kick an extra point. Uh, he missed his extra point. He missed a field goal, and they ended up saying, hey, just take a seat on the bench. We're going to go for two for our touchdown." Uh, we're going to fake a field goal and uh, that, totally, that didn't work. Um, honestly, I'm surprised they didn't send Justin Reed out there to do kickoffs because it was just, yeah, so Amendola was struggling. Um, and, and Sky Moore, two muff punts in a row, giving the ball to the Coles, one leading to a touchdown, one to a field goal. And, um, uh, definitely not a great start. Um, well, for, yeah, for more to uh, to his young career. Um, not going to put a ton of blame on him, but maybe punt returning just isn't for him.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and I don't know. I mean, it, it, it may or may not. I'm not going to make, you know, a bunch of, uh, you know, I'm not going to put too much in in it initially because our whole special teams was gutted from, from the year before. So, well, sir. um it was, you know, I, our our special teams was going to be suspect, at least for the next first eight games or so, until they kind of figure out who was going to do what. It, you you would hope that it wouldn't be a the turnover issue, but but like you said, it's even even with all of that, it's still on the offense. You know, I'll cut the special teams a lot of slack because of the things that you alluded to. Uh, I'm not going to give the offense that same slack, all right?
0: All right. Um so I guess just to kind of close this game this game game out, hopefully we can just move on to the Sunday night primetime game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um but I guess just for the rest of the season or just moving on um I guess to the Bucks game, what what was your major takeaway after this game?
1: Our offense is in a slump. That's that's all I got.
0: Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, we've got into it. So, um, yeah, I, I agree. The offense is in a slump, um, but yeah, I think I'm just going to go back to this is, this seems like a very similar team to years past in that. Um, if, if they give other teams opportunities to win, um, you know, with, their lack of offensive consistency. You saw the poor special teams ex- execution and the bad, bad, you know, poorly timed penalties. You know, those are all things that we've seen from past chiefs teams. And usually those are reflections of the coaching. Um, but I feel like Andy Reid's done enough to, um, to overcome some of those. Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's not maybe it's not coaching. I mean, a lot of these players are veteran players, and and they should know. I mean, Chris Jones should know better. I, I don't know what Andy Reid was going to do about you know Chris Jones yelling at Matt Ryan and using abusive language. But um, I mean, just the fact that the Chiefs are as talented as they are um, and have the pedigree that they have, but still seem to play down to teams just because either they're overlooking bad teams or. They're just not locked in on any given game uh, and it comes back to bite them. So hopefully they're they're able to straighten this out because it's a big game against the Bucks this Sunday night, Tom Brady, uh, Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, game is supposed to be played in Tampa Bay. Um, we're keeping our eye on that, uh, on the, the hurricane down there, because um, we'll see if that game could potentially get moved to another location, but um, thank you, everybody, for joining us on this uh, post game review. Um, check out our uh, or keep an eye out for our our preview of the Chiefs Bucks game and uh, what we're looking for as Mahomes Mahomes takes on Tom Brady. Uh, check us out on social media. But signing off for Dave, I'm Kinlock, and everybody, thanks for listening. Have a great night, and we'll talk to you guys later.